Welcome to How To Feel Better with me, Ruth Kudzie. How You Feel Better is an inside job and we're gonna be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kudzie, a master certified coach, best-selling author and coach trainer, and I'm delighted to have you here. I'm going to start with a bold one here. Happy people do not hold grudges. And I have done a lot of work on forgiveness over the last decade especially. And it all starts for me with forgiveness of yourself. So this episode is all about feeling better by forgiving both yourself and others. And before we dive in, I want to be really clear. Forgiving doesn't mean that you forget. It doesn't mean that you've suddenly become best friends with the person that wronged you. It doesn't mean that whatever happens is not important or significant. You are not decreasing the impact of what happened. However, it is about that need to acknowledge and work through and process those emotions. And I think in the majority of cases, it's about the need to take ownership as well. I know when I have done this work, both with myself, but also thinking about others, a part of it is about me acknowledging that I did play a part. Now, I know that isn't always true. I know that there may be things that have happened to us as children and as adults where we have no part in what happened. But for the majority of things, breakdowns of relationships, conflict at work, we are partly responsible and allowing us to be humble, to be fallible, and to say, actually, I could have done better. I know that I had a relationship that was really unhealthy when I was younger, and it was very, very easy for me to create a narrative that they were the villain, leading on a little bit from our drama triangle episode that we had last time. But actually, In some ways, we're both villains, and in some ways, we're both victims, and in both ways, we hurt the other person. And actually acknowledging that, forgiving myself and forgiving that person, they're one of the few people who I've had any kind of relationship with who are not in my network in some way, and they will never be. However, I have forgiven them. I actually wish them happiness. I wish them compassion. I wish them love. And this is really interesting. Every single situation that I've been in in my life, which has gone into conflict, which has maybe been negative, the other person, now I want them to be happy. I want them to be successful. I want them to have all of those things. Now, that doesn't mean that I want to hang out with them. And it doesn't mean that I don't sometimes have negative thoughts. It doesn't mean that I have always got to that place straight away. It's taken time. But what I recognize is that it's so easy to play the blame game. It's so easy to hold grudges. It's so easy to put ourselves into victim state. And ultimately, what we're doing then is we are holding on to something that is not helpful. And by processing what has happened, by allowing ourselves to let go and move forward and forgive we are creating a much better energy to be in. So 
Portland State University looked at 650 adults over two years and they found that prolonged conflict with other people is strongly associated with lower ratings of health and more health issues. Because what impacts us emotionally also impacts us physically. So if we know this, if we have had some kind of emotional conflict, if we are able to process and work through it, then we're going to feel better as well, mentally and physically. And there is some work and some evidence that when we write about these situations, and I think this is when I first came across it, I was actually on honeymoon in Greece and um, reading Gabby Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back. And one of the exercises that she suggested was that we write a letter of forgiveness. And we write that letter and we keep writing that letter and we keep doing it until we're not feeling the depth of emotion. And since that time, I've done a lot of research on how these forgiveness letters work. And the suggestion is that when we write down our feelings and our thoughts, we're able to get some distance from them. So they're out of our heads and therefore we're able to process them more effectively. And it's still something that I love doing. You know, I don't write the snarky email and I have in the past, but I don't write them anymore. Instead, I like to reflect and then write and then go into it. So really think about and consider how you are framing forgiveness. And maybe it is about writing a letter, writing a letter to the person that you feel has wronged you in this situation. And remember that I'm saying feel because everything is about perception and we all have different understandings and appreciation of a situation based on our own lens and also how it suits our narrative. So do remember that. And there's a great model that I'm going to talk you through. It's from Worthington, Everett Worthington. Uh, he's a clinical psychologist. And this is really, it's taught, called the REACH model. And I think it's a great model that we can all use. RE, R is for recall. So recall and remember the event. Okay? Acknowledging those feelings and those emotions that are going on for you. And remember, it's therefore going into those. But focus on letting those emotions go and letting the resentment towards either yourself or the other person go. And then E, and this is one that actually, weirdly, I find quite easy, is to empathise with the other person. We are all capable. None of us is the same. All of us get things wrong. We will be somebody's villain. I can assure you of that. So empathise. Put yourself in their shoes. Look at it from their point of view. And when you do that, when you understand that narrative, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, I love doing this because often I will smile and be like, okay, I get it. It's not about me. And the more that you can empathize and be compassionate, the more that you can let go. And then it's about giving the gift of forgiveness. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to do anything. You might write a letter. You might do that yourself. I forgive you. I forgive this. You don't actually have to expect anything back. The process of forgiving is about you. It's not about the other person. They don't even need to know. 
And then the C is about that commitment to forgive. Okay? Actually, write it down. If it's a work conflict, if it's a family conflict, actually have that conversation. And H is about holding on to it. So really consider that model. So when I said, um, sorry, A is an altruistic gift of forgiveness. So we're doing it without having anything back. The thing that really strikes me here is about empathy. It's about that ability to put ourselves into someone else's shoes. Because ultimately, we never know what is going on for somebody else. And it's so easy to make things about us and to get involved in narratives where we are the victim or where things are being done to us. And what I would ultimately say is that we do not need to step into those ways of being. We can ensure that we are not the perpetrator. And we can as well just reflect on, okay, what did I do? I know and I know and I have worked with and I have been around so many people in my life who have not been able to let go of things. And all I've seen is it eating them up. All I've seen is it making them feel bad about themselves. And I know that that isn't a place that I or I would imagine you want to be residing in. So remember that forgiveness is a gift. We can all forgive. We can all change the way that we want to respond to things. And it's a journey. And sometimes it's harder. And sometimes we might feel our empathy lacking. But ultimately, if we want to live a life where we are focused on our own well-being, not on the well-being of others, on our own well-being, and we want to be happier. Forgiveness is the cornerstone of those behaviours. So I'd love to know what you've taken from this episode. Please, of course, drop me a message on Instagram. And remember, you can let go. And taking responsibility is one of the most magical things that we can do. Because ultimately, all of us are fallible in some way. Take care. I hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me, hop on over to Insta, find me at Ruth Kidsey and drop me a message. I will be delighted to talk to you. Take care.